Welcome to Moments of Clarity with Tiffany Werner. Don't quit before your miracle happens. Moments of Clarity's mission is to educate and end the stigma on mental health through the inspirational stories of our exceptional guests on Facebook and Twitter at MOC with Tiffany. Now, here's Tiffany Werner. Hi, everyone. This is Tiffany Werner. I am a licensed mental health counselor, and I'm your host. And we're going to have a wonderful show. Before we start, um, let me say hi to Ed behind the glass. And he's always there to help us. Hi, Ed. Got my seatbelt fastened today. <laughs> hey, Ed, meet Anthony Brown, and uh, award-winning author. And um, thank you so much for everything you do. And um, I look to, forward to coming in, not so much virtually, but uh, in the studio soon. Good. As, okay. As I'm long here. as you keep it clean. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being there, Ed. Mm-hmm. And um, and thanks for all you do. Um, so Anthony, this is awesome. Um, thank you so much for being on Moments of Clarity and for sharing your book from Park Bench to Park Avenue. I might say it right. And um, and you've had such a journey to start and to be able to write this. And so I just want to ask everyone in the beginning is, how did it all begin for you and when did you find your moment of clarity? Um. Well, you know, I, I started with a, um, I, I come from an abused childhood, first of all, and there was a bunch of alcohol and, um, I guess, punishments and things like that. And when you go through something like that as a kid, it kind of formulates what your thought process is. And, you know, I went through that process for a while. I didn't feel that um, I needed to go to school you know, because I just didn't think it was important. And I started using drugs and drinking at an early age. And um, always always had tiny bits of clarity, but the mm. big thing that occurred was later on in life after I got sober and, you know, things started to look up. And so it took me, it took me 37 years Wow. I got a moment of clarity, actually. <laughs> I miss my bell. I miss my bell. It's one of the props at the radio station. And since this quarantine, I don't have my bell. And you've said moment of clarity like three times. You're the perfect guest. And I would ring the bell. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So you deserve three rings of bell right there. <laughs> when oh, you said okay. it was so powerful, I would have like ding the bell three times. And that's, that's amazing. Like, um, so 37 years. Um, and so what happened at age 37? At 37, I, um, I got, I, from probably, um, I don't know, from 25 to 37, I got arrested a lot of times because of the, um, the, the job that I sought to seek wasn't legal. And, So I got arrested. Well, that happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not really good at it because I kept getting caught. But <laughs> the police officer that arrested me several times asked me uh, one time if I wanted some help. And I didn't know that I had a problem. I didn't. I knew that um, 
something was wrong, but I didn't know what was right. Mm-hmm. And so he asked me if I wanted some help, and I said, yeah. And then I got put into this treatment center, and that was my first, here, here's the bell, ding, moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. Ding. Now, I know. You're catching on. <laughs> I love it. No, I love you for that. You just already know. Ding. Yeah. And that only was we first. had that. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we, we have this, and this is perfect. <laughs> but um, after that, police officer asked me if I wanted some help. That kind of shook me a little bit. And then going into that treatment facility and, you know, getting sober, that kind of um, shook me up a little bit. And then two years into my sobriety is when I had the big Shazam. Bing, moment of clarity. <laughs> I like you so much already. <laughs> you have no idea. Another being moment of clarity. So what happened? And so um, I was... I, was, I had two years of sobriety and I went to a park and I, I'm a realist. I tend to believe in reality and I tend mm-hmm. to do whatever I can to reinforce that belief. And so I remember sitting at the park and I've always been somewhat of a spiritual person. I'm not, I'm, I'm religious. I believe in religion and things like that. I think that there's many paths to get to one destination. And so I consider myself spiritual and that leaves me wide open to understand and uh, learn from different places. And so I was sitting at a park one day, and I, I looked up and I go, you know what, God, I know cars run on gas. I know this for a fact. And I know this this bench is solid. I know that for a fact. It's like, prove to me that you exist. And that's when I had that bing, 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 bing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're just pleasing me all over the place. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. And I, I, got this, I developed this ease and comfort that, is indescribably delicious. I mean, if I could share what I feel like to the world, it all would be well. Please do. Right, all would be well. But, wow, okay, so you're sitting on a park bench and you get this moment of clarity. And then, so, what was your revelation at that time? Um, People wait to a calling. Some wake up to alarm. And some wake up to a calling, and some wake up to a moment of clarity, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're awesome. Yeah. Seriously, was- awesome. So, um, so what was yours at that time when you're sitting on that park bench and your what what went through your head? And I asked that question. I um, I let me let me preface it with this. I believe that, and and I choose to call my higher power God. That's just the label that fits. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that God contacts people in a close and personal way that maybe some people may not understand, but the individual that's to be the recipient of this message understands. And at that point, everything around me became 3D. It was like, wow. And then I looked around and all kinds of little animals and stuff just start surrounding the bench. And that <laughs> like Snow White. Yeah, it was, it was, it was <laughs> and, you know, like Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Anthony, you know. And, like, <laughs> and and it was, and it's it's funny because I tend, like I say, I'm a realist and I'm extremely analytical, and so I started thinking, well, maybe I'm having a flashback from all the stuff I did for these years, you know. But I've been sober. A hallucination from all the exactly. I, yeah, but. Uh, it was real, and that peace that got um, instilled within me at that point, and here it is 21 years later, and I still have that peace. And that uh-huh. just solidifies, you know, what I've experienced. 
and it's it's fascinating. I was and I, I tend I tend to pray, you know, and it's really interesting because it works for me, mm-hmm. you know. And I pray every morning. I was praying last night. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? You know. Yeah. Again, I I love to experiment with life. I love to sit back and go. I, I ask I ask interesting questions like why does water taste like water, and then I try to taste water, you know. And so for those people who want to experiment with something interesting, try to figure out what water tastes like. <laughs> what does water taste like? Yeah. You know, I it, I've actually thought that once before. Like I think, um, not, not when I say I think not just once, but it's trying to like yeah. Um, it's 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 beautiful tasting especially when you're thirsty but you you can't describe it yeah (laughs) you're so right yeah and it's it's interesting because i was trying to i was trying to put a label or some terminology on how i feel after i got my moment of clarity oh my gosh i missed my (laughs) thank you you know and it's it's just i call it indescribably delicious you know It's a mixture of warmth, a tingling sensation. It pulses, you know, and the results are exactly what they are because I, I, I literally, or I was homeless for 23 years. I mean, that's my reality. I was addicted to drugs for longer than that. That's my reality. I've been incarcerated. I've, I've got felonies. I've done all of that. I've eaten cheeseburgers out of a dumpster that's my reality i know that because i was there and the things that are occurring in my life right now has has manifested in a way in which it's really sometimes hard to put into words and so i just wrote a book about it you know just wrote a book about it yeah you wrote a book about it it's like a powerful like message and um it's not easy to do, first of all, not to expose yourself or tell your life's journey or or write a book about something so personal and so powerful. And and um, it's never easy to do to be so transparent and to be so powerful. And your book is going to change the lives of so many. Anyway, just, I mean, it's, um, it's easy just to write a book no, it's not easy to write anything. It's first of all, it's really hard to be first of all honest and transparent and open to help others with your hardships and your journey. It's really hard to just lay it all out there. But not only that, it's really hard to share your journey with others to help them in a in a inspired journey and hope that it will help them to grow and learn from the hardships you've endured and that you've gone through and that, I mean, it's so hard for us to just be real and talk about everything bad and like put our, our stuff on the table like that and then tell people everything's going to be okay. Look, this is what I went through and this is what we're going through and, and this is how you do it. And it's, I don't know. It's my favorite. It's like, this is one of my favorite interviews right now. Like something, a story like yours, um, where people have used the bad that they've gone through, which it's, it's hard to hear sometimes because it's so real and raw and transparent, but that they've used 
and been a survivor, not a victim, but a survivor and used it for good. And it's just such an honor to like, to hear someone else go through that journey and that is there to, um, to be there and share their journey and, and be an inspiration to show others that it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to, to follow your dreams and it's never too late and, and hope is out there, you know? And so it's part of what everything is on the show, like um, inspirational stories from exceptional guests. So I, um, I really appreciate you being here. It is time for our first break and I can't wait to hear about what your book's more about and how it all got started. But, um, we're going to take a break and we will be back with moments of clarity in just a moment. Please stay tuned. You're listening to moments of clarity with Tiffany Werner. Tiffany will be right back after this. This is the Tan talk radio network. Do you ask yourself any of these questions? Will I ever be able to get out of debt? Will I ever be able to retire? Have you struggled in finding the answers? Forever Forward Financial can help answer these and many more questions by providing you the financial education you seek. Please call us today. The number 727-422-7761. Hi, this is Tiffany Warner, your host of Moments of Clarity. Living with a mental health disorder is not easy. If you or someone you know are struggling with this, please know it's so important to seek treatment, and I'm here to help. Please visit the website at momentsofclaritywithtiffany.com to view blog posts and resources on this site to help educate and inspire you to take action because there's no shame in seeking help for mental health. While you're there, please take a few seconds to sign up for my email list. You'll get some extremely valuable educational and entertaining content that can be sent right to your inbox each week. Plus, you'll also get instant and free access to my guide on managing your anxiety. You can also follow me on Twitter at MOC with Tiffany and at Facebook at Tiffany Warner. And once again, the website is momentsofclaritywithtiffany.com. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to your show because change can only come when we stand together as one. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. We are back to Moments of Clarity with Tiffany Warner. To join in the discussion, call 866-826-1340. Now, here's Tiffany Werner. Hi, and thank you so much for listening. This is Moments of Clarity, and my name is Tiffany Warner. I am a licensed mental health counselor, and I'm your host. And today, I have a very inspirational story from a very inspirational man who wrote a very inspirational book <laughs> and i want to welcome back to moments of clarity anthony brown thank you so much anthony for being here and such an honor um i wish we had his trailer to play because um it's it's what really struck me um really hard and um so it's kind of a description of what from park bench to park avenue is like um can can you um Describe it for us, Anthony. Um, let's talk a little bit about your book. Um, I know it's it's heart touching because it comes from authentic personal experiences. Am I correct? Yes, um, it's it's my life, and it's it's really interesting because um, in in that little book, 114 pages is my whole life, and that puts life into perspective. 115. <laughs> 115 pages is my entire life, from, wow. from birth to now. And it puts 
there, there's a lot of things that happen with that book um, that is is more profound than just the words that's in it. I mean, the book talks about, you know, from the time when I was born, um, coming from a mother who who drank a lot. I can't call her an alcoholic, but she drank a lot. And there's a high probability that she was drunk when I was being born. And it goes from that point all the way to where I'm actually purchased a mansion to fix up to give to the homeless people. Oh, wow. Yeah, and everything in between. And that puts roughly 57 years of life in 114 pages. Wow. Yeah, and and it it allowed me, or it, it helped me realize how finite life is. And that was some of the things that I discovered um, within my moment of clarity. I like you so much. You have to know that. <laughs> you know, but that, that life is life is short. You know, it's, it totally and, is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's very short. Exactly, and life is like a book. It has a beginning and it has an end. You know, and I just yeah, we, I don't know if we have an end. We have a journey. Yeah. Well. Yes. Just continues. I think, I don't know. That's the way I like to look at it. A beginning, a journey and so forth. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can agree with that. Okay. (laughs) I mean, what end is this, this physiological being that I rent isn't going to stick around long. (laughs) No, it's, it's, it's temporary as is everything else. But, um, the thing about my book is I shared about, you know, what it's like to come from that type of childhood, the guilt, shame, embarrassing moments. I shared about um, how I attempted to anesthetize myself for years to run from myself, only to realize that I can't run from me. Um, I discovered that uh, the wall that I put up to protect myself actually made me a prisoner within myself. Hmm. All of that stuff is described in that book, as well as, when I, when I had my moment of clarity being, <laughs> and I start going to school, I start getting educated, I start working and life just continued to accelerate. It, it rocketed. And I'm just amazed of what happened once I tapped into that initial power source. And, yeah. and that's, that's what my book is all about. Woo! That's awesome. Especially since, okay, so you started off on, this is like what I, you're like my favorite type of guest on the show too. Um, when someone's real, transparent, and not only that, but uses the bad for good and uses what they've gone through to help other people that, to show them that they're not alone. I love this. And, and the one thing, with moments of clarity, that we um, it's ending the stigma on mental health because mental health has no race, no socioeconomic status. It affects everyone worldwide. You know, everyone's subjected to depression or anxiety or or adjustment or anything. Um, and there's proof we have people from Africa that are on our team, and the UK, the um, you name it, like worldwide, uh, international. I mean, because everyone goes through something and mental health is something that needs to be addressed, that needs to stop being stigmatized. But not only that, but um, but to 
if, when we address it and we understand it, it's likely to be healed. And, and that's proof. It's statistic, you know, um, you know, facing trauma and everything is, you know, the first step towards healing. You've had a traumatic childhood and, and I'm sure you're healing by telling your story and being able to share it with others and use it for good because your story wasn't always easy. However, um, the more you tell it, especially traumatic stuff, it helps. Have you felt like that during your journey that the more you tell your story, the more you have healed within yourself? Um, yes, I would, I would say that because I, I, I tend to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I do. And I I do um, lectures and workshops and speaking things, and I talk. And the more that I'm able to shine light on that darkness, the less scary it is. And I do know that, or I feel, everyone in life is going to have scars. That's just, that's the beauty of being a human being. You're going to Isn't it? You know, but how do you, how do you dress those scars, you know? How, how do you find beauty in that in that imper, in that imperfect mark? And that's what I've discovered through my journey. Is everything is beautiful. Everything, everything is well, even pain. And pain, yes. If it if it wasn't for pain, we would not know what pleasure is. Right. If there was no past, there'd be no suffering or no pain. Be no, I mean, if there was no suffering, there'd be no compassion. Exactly. And so forth. Yeah, and so. What I was able to do, or what I've been gifted to do, because I call this a gift, you know, I, I I wish I could take credit for all of this, but after I had my moment of clarity, being, <laughs> I just get to be a willful participant in this thing called life. And none of this is mine. I just get to borrow it while I'm here in this, in this human suit. And I keep that perspective, and that keeps it away from being envious and jealous and, you know, wanting something that somebody else may have because none of this, my, my opinion, none of this is ours. I, when, whenever I transition onto that next destination and I let go of this, this human suit that I have the privilege of following, <laughs> the art casing. <laughs> not, none of this stuff gets to go with me. Nothing. I don't get to take money with me. I don't get to take the car. I don't, I don't get to take nothing except for whatever it is that's inside this, this body of mine. And so that allows me to say, okay, great. So I don't have to stress about anything. I mean, I, I go through my normal day-to-day pressures and things of that nature because I'm, I'm human and, and I understand that. But I also don't perseverate or stress out on a lot of things because everything is temporary. Being homeless and being a drug addict and going through what I had to go through, what I got the pleasure of going through, even though I was going through it and I didn't understand why. But now that I look back at it, it was all developed for this exact moment so I can sit here and go, bing, moment of clarity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. But how did you get the memo on that in like five and a half years of guests? Don't get it. <laughs> it's so funny um, I love how you catch on and that shows how bright you are 
even knowing to ring the bell when you say moment of clarity. <laughs> I don't even remember telling you that. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and then also, okay, so life is hard and using your journey to overcome something, like when we use our journey to overcome something is like sometimes the hardest, but most lifting and, and, um, just an enriching thing we can do. Now, a lot of people don't understand that, like just that telling our story and being just open and, and using it to help others can really be so, so enriching to our own healing. It's so important to our own healing. And there's a huge stigma on mental health and people worrying about judgment and, Mm -hmm. and, and things like that. Um, um, people are worried about what people would think. People are worried about people looking at them weird or wow, like you went through that or whatever. Um, but it's really, it's really powerful for us to be like able to open up, be honest about ourselves and own up to it. And when we own up to it, honestly, most people wouldn't be like, most people wouldn't be un incapable of saying or of appreciating someone to share their journey of sharing their hardship to live a better life. Most people are, are so um, appreciative when people are honest with their truth and, and transparent with their past and, and, that tells it how it is so that they can get through something too. It's not easy to do either. So what happened with you when you decided, okay, I'm going to tell it how it is. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to write a book. And especially in this time and day, um, it's not easy to be honest with ourselves or with anything because the way I found it, I mean, mental health matters with everyone. It's not discriminatory to any anyone. Um, sometimes the journey of certain people's lives with bipolar, with mental health, with abuse, with stigma on on what kind of abuse makes people quote unquote crazy, quote unquote. <laughs> no. Um, and what inspired you to write your book and how has, you know, the society today supported it or right, how has the public reacted to your story? Uh, what's, what's fascinating about my book, because um, first I had to heal within myself mm -hmm. in order to even function in society because that's, that's across the board, Anthony, <laughs> everyone has to heal within themselves in order to function. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And it's, and it's, I had to discover first that I was sick before I could get healthy. And that was an amazing revelation because running around living the lifestyle that I was, I didn't think I had a problem. I was, I was homeless, um, in and out of jail, drug addict, but I didn't have a problem. And then finally, I got woke up to, okay, here's a problem, but I was gifted with, and here's a solution. And so by doing that, I was able to put my life, get my life together, put things in order, 
and go to school, get my degrees, get um, degrees plural. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, get get really good employment. And so having all of that, sometimes people can be cruel, you know. And people, and and I under, I understand everybody. Everybody has the right to be them, and and I, I appreciate that because I learn from everybody. I'm one big sponge, but some people would feel that, hey, if I don't get what I want, then I'm going to bring you down. And after experiencing that, I still, I still do my best to try to help people. And I'll always do that. It doesn't matter to me because I know what it's like. I understand a lot of different things. But once I, I, I experienced that and then people would try to bring my past up to go, well, you know, you've been in jail before. I'm going to tell everybody or, you know, you're, you're, you're dating a specific person and I'm going to take You've heard that? Oh, I've experienced it. What? You've been oh. in jail before? I'm going to tell people and you're dating so-and-so, I'm going to take pictures? Oh, I've, I've been through it all. Because Man, that means you have an interesting life to expose. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And the fascinating part is I wrote the book. It's like, here, go tell that. <laughs> <laughs> For but I real. all of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Tell them something they don't know about me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was thinking that same thing. And, <laughs> and because I'm a, I'm a college professor and I'm the director of nursing services at a, at a psychiatric hospital. Uh -huh. And a lot of times you don't want people to know what your past is because you might feel that it's going to interfere with what you have going on. But then I come to realize that it, it doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that I'm able to help somebody else being able to reach the point where I'm at. And by exposing myself, it's a risk, but I have complete, I have 100% faith that everything's going to be exactly the way it's supposed to be. I, I, got, I got that when I was two years sober in my moment of clarity. Bing. That's <laughs> you know, all of these things are within me and this is what I believe. And thus far, I've, I'm able to accomplish a lot of things that a lot of people would say is um, insurmountable. Yes. I, 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 I drank and did drugs since I was a teenager. I, I quit school in the eighth grade. I really, I, I walked into my new reality with the eighth grade education and a box of letters from prison. That was it. Wow. You know, and now you don't I don't hear that every day. <laughs> yeah, and 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 now it's homeless. And here it is now, twenty one years later. I I've been to school for so long. I have I have more initials behind behind my name than I do in my name. And and it's remarkable of the things that you have fun having <laughs> more initials behind your name than in your name. Yeah, yeah, and but always I like I, that too. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's fascinating that I was worried about that, you know. And people have said, okay, well, you know, being my supervisor, I I don't want to do what you asked me to do, and so I'll tell your boss on what your past is, and everything's public knowledge. And for a long time, that would sort of affect me. But then I came to the realization that. Okay, I cannot let I cannot allow someone to rent free space. It's in blackmail. 
Exactly. And so now you have the bug, the whole world knows. Tell me something I don't know. know? (laughs) Once you remove that, maybe, just maybe, I can get you comfortable enough so that I can educate you so that you can have what it is that you feel that you're missing by pulling me down. I'm I'm willing to do that. People are just willing to pull people down just because they're miserable themselves or insecure themselves. I want to hear what you guys think about this and what your opinion is and some feedback. I want to hear some feedback and some support and some questions that you guys might have for Anthony or myself. (laughs) We will return to Moments of Clarity with Tiffany Warner after these messages. Don't put yourself down. Time for a change. Believe in yourself, time to rearrange Be your best friend, bring hope to your day Lose your critic, get out of your way I'd like to give a shout out to musician songwriter Don Lawson who wrote, produced, and performed all the vocals and instruments on my Moments of Clarity theme song. Don gained his inspiration as a mental health counselor himself. He's always looking for artists to record his songs, and you can hear more of Don's music at reverbnation.com forward slash Don Lawson. You can also check him out on Twitter at Don Lawson Music. Thank you so much, Don, for your contribution to Moments of Clarity and ending the stigma on mental health. It's awesome. If you are like most people, you worry with the financial challenges you face today. Forever Forward Financial specializes in teaching you. Call Scott Bigley at 727-422-7761. Are you looking for a great book? If you like to root for the underdog, Joe Potosi's book is a book for you. A real American odyssey that will grab your attention with its fast-moving narrative. You won't be able to put this masterpiece down. When the Dust Settled by Joe Potosi. Go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Zulin Press. Hi, this is Tiffany Warner, your host of Moments of Clarity. You can also follow me on Twitter at MOC with Tiffany and at Facebook at Tiffany Warner. And once again, the website is momentsofclaritywithtiffany.com. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to your show because change can only come when we stand together as one. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Now back to Moments of Clarity with Tiffany Warner, licensed mental health counselor. Hi, and thanks so much for listening. This is Moments of Clarity. My name is Tiffany Warner. I am a licensed mental health counselor, and I'm your host. And today, I have an inspired and, and inspirational guest that is a published author and used his journey to really inspire others and change the world. And I want to welcome back Anthony Brown, author of From Park Bench to Park Ave. Right? Am I getting that right? And... What a cool title of a book, by the way. <laughs> you really live on Park Avenue. <laughs> um, no, I, no, I live in California. But, um, <laughs> but we we'll get the hint, though. Yeah, yeah. Park Avenue is um, the luxury I get to live with me. Yes. You no, know? I mean, honestly, it's not the monetary things that we have in life that really give us the satisfaction. You can be the richest person in the world and not be happy, but it's the other things that make us rich inside family, love, gatherings, um, success, the feeling of achievement, the feeling of being respected, the feeling of respecting others, integrity, honor, all those things that are things that people can't take from us. Education. I could go on with like those things, but, <laughs> but, um, 
people can't take that from us. And, you know, like you see what's going on today in the world and everything, trying people questioning that. And, and I don't want to get into that. Don't get me wrong. But um, at the same time, the, the beautiful things in life that a lot of people take it for granted are the things that people can't take from us. Not a uh, diploma, not a uh, uh, Lexus, not, not a diamond ring, not that kind of stuff. It's, watching a child grow up or, or doing something like writing a book and, and sharing a journey or knowing that what you went through wasn't for something in vain. It was for a purpose and using that purpose to help others. And I know that your journey has helped to help so many other children. I've seen your trailer. We could actually play it if you want to, but I know that you speak motivationally worldwide and and help people as a speaker by the way good job by the way it's really hard to speak passionately and eloquently like you do in front of a large crowd of people like crowd of people and do it so so with so much ele you know elegance and i don't know what other word to say about that but um tell your journey with sophistication and a strong head on your shoulders that's very inspiring <laughs> well, well thank you it's um it's, it's important for me to always remain humble it, it is because again everything i have is a gift from my higher power who i choose to mm -hmm. call god I, I i do the footwork i get the results of it but the opportunities to do what i do comes from another source i I couldn't have I couldn't have sat back and go, hey, let's just go do moments of clarity out of the group of the sky. Thank you. And because a series of circumstances had to evolve first, and here it is, it's happening. Um, and it, everything in life seems to happen that way. And so, for me to be able to take credit for being able to speak eloquently, and I, I, I love to praise. Don't get me wrong, I like to feel good stuff. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, I just show up and the results happen. It's, yeah. it's, really, it's really interesting the way that it unfolds. It does. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what your opinion is on this, but I think that like sometimes things happen for a reason and we don't always understand them at the time. And I know I sound cliche, but I lost my parents at a young age. I'm just going to share that. Um, it's the reason I'm a therapist. And my father died in, um, not in Vietnam, but fought in Vietnam and died years later from Agent Orange from the side effects of Vietnam. And like with three of Purple Hearts, my uncle, who's his best friend, and that's how my dad met my, my mother, they both died after serving our country. And... And so, like, they had to go through that to have their story. Then me experiencing the loss led me to be a therapist and to have my story. And you had to go through all your hardship, Park Bench included, to have your story to, in, to empower others um, along the way. And sometimes I just feel that, and for all the listeners out there, I, I strongly believe, and this is coming from a place of 
of overachieving pain and hope and suffering. And I think Anthony can agree that um, when we take the survivor role rather than the victim role and we, we survive, we overcome and we learn learn is not quite the word I'm looking for, but we um, take it as a, an opportunity to heal others, to, to have a purpose, to, to, to inspire others through our pain, through our healing, through our journey, um, that it, it really gives all of the pain that we've gone through a sense of purpose, serving the country or, surviving the streets there since um i wouldn't be a therapist if i hadn't lost my parents at an early age um i wouldn't be talking about mental health with you right now if i didn't you know things like that where we have to look at ourselves and look at our lives and say what is our purpose in life and why are we going through this and what can i use these hardships for in order to overcome in order to help someone else through something like that and that's what your story does, Anthony. That's what, that's what it did for me. Um, your story inspires so many other people that they can go from whatever hand, you know, that they were dealt into what you're doing right now. And I commend you so much on that because you're inspiring me too. And I'm, you know, about your age. So <laughs> it's never too late to be more inspired, right? Right, right. I'm honored to have you on the show. But do you understand what I'm saying? I don't feel like I was babbling too much, but that a lot of times bad things happen. So we feel bad things happen on purpose almost that we could have the strength and the story to share to help others sometimes. Would you agree or no? I, I agree. I, I, um, trying to figure out life to me is like a tapestry if you look at one side you see this really beautiful picture the the clouds are perfect and the grass is perfect and whatever image is perfect but then you flip it upside down and what you see is a bunch of knots and strings <laughs> yeah and, and that's how life is yeah uh, my uh, tapestry is always hung up on the wrong side then <laughs> every now and then someone's like oh here let's flip it around that's the way you're supposed to look at it right I like figuring stuff out though mm -hmm. and it's if if we got stuck on looking at the beautiful sign then we wouldn't we wouldn't appreciate the work that it takes to make that beauty mm -hmm. and that's what sometimes, sometimes looking at the beautiful side too long makes it boring yes it does yeah. you know and it, it makes you become stagnant and you don't want to create another tapestry. Yeah, you're not aiming to turn it around and see the other side. Yeah. I yeah. completely agree. I couldn't and agree so, more. Yeah, and so that's how I attribute everything I went through. You know, the, the, the pain, now that it's over, isn't painful. Hey, so, um, so sorry, we have a caller. We have caller David. Thank you so much for calling in. Th Welcome to Moments of Clarity, Dave. And... Uh, thank you, Tiffany. And I wanted to say to so Anthony much. that um, you have such an inspirational story of hope and perse perseverance. Um, and my question was, <clears throat> what would be your advice for young people that are struggling with uh, mental illness or addiction who are at risk for homelessness right now? 
Mm, good question. Uh, my, my advice for young people who are struggling with mental health and addiction, who's at risk for being homeless, don't be, my advice is um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm. And that's mm -hmm. really hard when you're young because you're, you're, you're in a lot of fear. And a lot of times we, when it comes to addiction, from what, I, from what I'm understanding is we get caught up first, first it's an experiment, the next you know, we cross some line, we become, we become tissue dependent, I can go all over the world with that one. But the fact that the matter is we're using that to ease something. And when it comes to the mental illness part, sometimes that's just going to occur naturally. There's nothing you can do about that. But always remember, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Right. The self-shame and stuff, it, it blocks people from seeking help all the time. It's mm -hmm. not your fault. It's, it's not, not your, fault. your fault. Man, I wish so many people could say that to themselves. David, thank you so much for calling in. We're getting close to the end of the show, but... Um, Thank you so much and um, You're welcome. for supporting the show. And we have another caller. We have caller Joe. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for calling in. Welcome to Moments Clarity. Thank you. thank you. And thank you, Anthony, for being part of the show today. Um, maybe I missed this part, but what what drove you to go into the career, the career field you are now in? Um. We have three minutes. Okay, three minutes. I'll keep, I will keep this short. My mom, my mother was a nurse, and I wanted to be like her. I, I chose to become a teacher because I wanted to save the world, but I'm not a politician, and I don't have a bunch of money, so the best thing I can do. <laughs> and you're not a liar. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about the politician trip. <laughs> thank you, Joe, for calling in. And thank you so much. I really love the support. And honestly, I wish this show was two hours sometimes. <laughs> um, but Anthony, the, what you've done and what you've overcome is, is amazing. And, and it's more like one of those things I don't know. It's kind of how I live too. That if I can do this, you can. If I can persevere, you can. If I can put myself through school, you can. It, and I have had to do that myself too. And um, what you're doing is just showing others that that everything's possible. And like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's nothing better than the the feeling when we show ourselves we have the ability to surprise ourselves that we're capable of something or we're capable of accomplish something, accomplishing something that we never thought was possible. And that's the best feeling of just self-esteem, self-confidence, and just, just, you know, knowing that we can do it. Like I, I, those like kids, little kids saying, I did it, you know, like just knowing that we can do something we never thought we would do. You're a published author, award-winning, um, on a radio show. We're promoting you. We're so proud of you. Thank you so much for being on the show, and I appreciate you. Um, please um, follow Anthony Brown. And what's your website, really quick? One second. AnthonyHowardBrown.com. Anthony AnthonyHowardBrown.com. And yeah. 
please follow it and find his book from Park Bench to Park Avenue on Amazon and all the other sources. And we're going to post all the links under the show for you. Anthony, thank you so much for taking your time and for your everything. So such an honor. Stay with us after the show, okay? And for everyone else, we'll be on tomorrow, 12 to 1. Ed and Ryan and the team, thank you so much. Be kind to a stranger and yourself. You never know what they're going through. Have a great weekend and and be kind to others. Thank you. Now I get it. Moments of clarity. yourself. Be kind. It will please your mind. Don't quit before your miracle happens. Addiction, alcoholism, separation, racism, gang violence, abuse. These were just some of the things that faced me as a 10-year-old boy. Beating so bad that they left welts on my body for days. Witnessing my mother's violent boyfriend. Coming home to find my mom in a puddle of blood, shot in the head. Things were different after that. I was different. I had a hole that developed in my soul. A soul sickness that I couldn't escape. Physically, psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually bankrupt. I started running and I didn't stop. By now, I was addicted to every kind of drug I could find to fill that hole in my heart. Homeless at 14 years old, I walked the streets of Ohio and beyond for over 23 years. This is my story, living on a park bench, but it could be any homeless person's story. Like a never ending tornado taking everything in its path until one day God intervened through one person. One person believed in me for the first time. One person made a difference in my life and offered me a way out. I have lived through trauma and discovered resiliency. I have lived through addiction and found recovery. I have been incarcerated and discovered rehabilitation. I have been homeless and found residency. All of these are facts, but the bottom line is that we all have a story. For me, I'm no longer living on a park bench. I'm living my best life now in my own version of Park Avenue. Pick up your copy of Anthony Brown's biography from Park Bench to Park Avenue. Proceeds will go towards helping the homeless find hope and freedom in a home called Brown Manor.